Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios where the Bills are trying to run out the clock on the Niners here. Uh, they lead it 34-17 with just under four minutes left to go. Uh, Josh Allen and the Bills, they'll be punting it away to the Niners who will get at least one more shot with the football. Again, uh, just under four minutes left to go, but the 49ers trail by three scores. We'll have more on this game coming up in a bit with Jason Lock and Four, who stops by at Jason Lock and Four on Monday. We'll talk Steelers. We'll talk Bills. We got all the big news in the NFL. The Jets firing Greg Williams after uh, the Tankapalooza yesterday, after the Jets allow a touchdown on the final play of the game. You know, here's the thing, Mike, and and because uh, my rea- my reaction when I saw this, when this happened, and clearly this is the biggest story of the day in the NFL is the Greg Williams thing, is I knew something was up on third down when the Jets had the ball near the end when Ty Johnson 
runs a sweep and he gets run out of bounds. I knew something was up there because that's just the stupidest play call in the right. world. You, you would do that with a running back like a Frank Gore who knows to stay in bounds, but do you do that with a guy that's, that's, that's just gotten activated a couple of weeks ago? Why would you run a sweep that way? He that's wants to show dumb. he's hard and that right? he can run through people. I mean, that's just dumb. Stupid. And and, and for, for Adam Gase, who has given the ball to running backs, specific, who was, you know, has been allergic to giving the ball to right, didn't want to use Le'Veon Bell, didn't want to use any of these guys. No, I'm going to give the ball to Ty Johnson 20 times. I'll give the ball to Josh Adams a bunch of times. The Raiders clearly couldn't stop the run. That was their fault. But this is, a complete, this is also a complete and total reversal by Adam Gase. This is why I say this is how you tank in the NFL. It's about how you call plays and plays that can succeed and plays that can't. The Jets decided we're going to try to run the football and run it down your throat. Since when has Adam Gase ever tried to do that? Never. Never. So there's your first instinct of watching the game. Here's how we try to give a game away. Again, it's not a foolproof scheme. You need to play for the percentages and go, well, if we call these plays that have a less percentage of chance of success, maybe they don't succeed. Doesn't always work, and sometimes you win games, but that's really what the Jets were (laughs) doing. But that's just it, though. You, You ran clock. You control the line of scrimmage, and you put up 28 points. Isn't that a season high? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's actually uh, the, it's the most points the Jets have scored since 1973. Well, that could be the case. So there, there is that. Yeah. But the, the idea that – look, the Raiders' defense is not good. We, we've established that over the course of the year. So Ty Johnson gets the call after Frank Gore leaves early with the, the big hit, and, and out he goes – uh, our, our guy P. Ryan was already on IR, so Ty Johnson, next man up. Between he and Josh Adams, you have yourself a huge effort, and you shorten the game. Winnable game. Should have won this game. You, you came home properly for your betters and your backers, but uh, unfortunately for you, J- well, fortunately for you, Jason Smith, uh, <laughs> on that final play, they weren't good enough. When that, when that play happened, I felt both relief and embarrassment because I knew how that was going to play. I knew as soon as Ruggs caught that pass that this is going to play so awful for the Jets. I knew right down. I mean, look, not my first day doing sports talk radio, right? I knew as soon as he caught that pass, I said, this is going to look so awful for the Jets, and it's going to put the tanking conversation front and center because that's clearly what the Jets were doing. It, 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 that, that's how things go. Like I said, it's how you tank in the NFL. Don't listen to people who say, there's no such thing as tanking because the players all try. Of course the players are trying. That's throwing the game. That's it. <laughs> this, is that, this is how the, this, you tank as a coaching staff. Nobody the cares about your batting tank. average buck. Uh, it's just it's just crazy how people want to want to conflate the two. But this is what this is what I saw, and I knew something was up on that on that play. And when Rugs caught that pass, I knew it was going to look bad. And I'll tell you what, I don't know that I've gotten as many text messages in that short amount of time <laughs> since when I I emailed everybody, my friends and my family when we had Zoe. When I texted, hey. We have a we have a daughter, baby girl, born, you know, eight pounds, two ounces, Zoe, you know, and, and all the text messages that came in, that's kind of what that was like. It was like bang, 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 bang. Even Frostberg, who's getting ready to, to broadcast the bleep and charge, you know, is on the broadcast bleep in the Chargers game. I get a text from him. I mean, every I, I can't keep up. I'm like, it's 45 minutes before I could clear my e- email, uh, clear my, my uh, text box to zero. Because I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 yes. Hey, yes, who's, yes, whose yes, inbox yes. do you think was worse? though yours uh, or frostberg's after uh 
what oh, the Chargers no, no, no. put out there. No, you, you, you can lose 45 nothing pretty anonymously when you're 3-8. and eight. No, when you are 0-12 <laughs> and, and everybody's – I mean, when the whole, wor- the whole world was watching that game, I think they cut away from every other game going on on CBS. Hey, we got to show you the end of this. The Jets could get a win and send Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville. Whoa, let's see what actually happens. Now, the whole world was watching. I don't think the Super Bowl ratings are going to be as highly rated <laughs> as the final couple of plays of that Jets-Raiders game. Hey, the Jets could actually win this game here. And clearly, the Jets, it's, it's, there's really no, and this is why the tank is such a big deal and why it was so apparent is because there is no wiggle room for the Jets. There's no wiggle room. If they lose one game, they lose the tiebreaker because the, the win Jacksonville Jaguars, if they, if they win one game, they lose the tiebreaker. Well, because they lost, they lost 12 now. Yeah, if I was going to say, win, they, they've got good practice at that side of things. Yeah, the, the Jets schedule is more difficult. So the Jaguars win. And the Jaguars, clearly, even though they were close to winning yesterday, they still didn't win. You can't count on either of these teams to win a game. That's really it. When you're 0-12 and 1-12, and what do you think? These teams are going to win two and three games down the stretch? No, it's not going to. One game is it. One game is it. That's going to be it. And and that's why that's why the Jets, when, when it gets to overdrive this is how you do it and the Raiders it was embarrassing that they couldn't figure out a way to be they were up 24-13 in the second half and they couldn't find a way to put the Jets away even when the Jets are single covering all their receivers and running the football apparently that was too much for the Raiders to be able to do the Jets don't run the football what do they do run for 200 yards all right the the Jets can't cover can't cover anybody Waller's got 200 yards receiving and still Derek Carr had trouble moving the Raiders down the field and he did a last gasp Hail Mary to put 30 points on the board. I mean, the Jets, the whole game, the Jets tried to give this to the to the Raiders. And the whole game, the Raiders fell, fell short, fell short, and they finally did it at the end. Because to look at just the last couple of plays, because if you didn't see the game, you're trusting what people are saying. Well, look at the last play. Why were they doing this? And it was a bad callback. No, the whole game plays into exactly how you wind up tanking and how you try to lose a football game. And just understand that it's not a, a certain formula. It's okay, we have an 86% chance to succeed if we do it. All right, sometimes that 14% comes in, and there's nothing you can do about it. The team wins a game they shouldn't win, and, and everybody's going crazy because the players are all out there trying. I mean, that, that's the one thing that you really have to understand is that this is how it was done. It's done at that higher level yeah. of the coaching staff being able to do it. Although I will say this. I couldn't understand for the life of me. The players were that upset. I get it. There's three guys in coverage. After that next-to-last play where Marcus May gets beat and and, uh, and Hall gets beat and they almost throw a 50-yard touchdown, how do you let a guy get behind you on the next play? I really, I, I, know, I know you're a rookie, I know, but you've been playing football for a long time, right? You, it's not like they put you out there, you haven't played cornerback before. It's not like they put Sam Darnold out at cornerback and it was, well, good luck, Sam. It's not like they put Gronk out at safety, you know, to try out on a Hail Mary like they did against the Dolphins a couple of years ago. These guys, and they bit on the, on the out and up. Lamar Jackson bites on a play that he knows he shouldn't bite on. He should be standing at the five-yard line, but instead, oh, no, 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 I'm going to come up and bite and let Henry Ruggs get behind me. So for all the embarrassment the players are talking about that. Uh, yeah, I get it, but boy, how do you let the guys get behind you? I mean, really, you, you have to be backed up to the goal line because they're not going to throw it short of the goal line at that point. If Derek Carr is throwing that ball through the, through the end zone on second down when clearly you have time to get closer and have a 20-yard throw to the end zone in the final play, this tell, you know exactly what they're doing. They had no time to do it. How you're not – I mean, I don't know. I mean, is that, is, is, was it that much of an extent where Greg Williams told everybody, play up? I, I can't believe that's the – come on, play up, play up. But he's going to run by me, Coach. No, play up, play up. We're tanking. Come on, play up. Let him run by you. 
I mean, that's the one part where I want to say, okay, yes, you can be upset about that and upset about the tanking and where you are, but that's a play where uh, you got to at least make that a jump ball. You know, yeah, you no, here, here's what, here's what comes down here, Jason, is you know? the bottom line to all of this and the perfect defense is, have you seen what we've laid out here since I got hired? <laughs> I got 11 games this year already to show you how inept and absolutely bat-blank crazy we can call games. And then you play a quick video of admitting that you screwed up Sam Darnold, right? So you play that, and then you show a bunch of defensive failures. Because really, what it comes down to in in the secondary with, with Jackson is, don't you just tackle him? Right, he gets beyond you, tackle him. Penalty, sure. All right, now, shorter field, let's go. Let's saddle up again. He would have called the... Uh, a blitz again. There's no question about it. But <laughs> it would have had to get it on another play. Instead, you get a Brett Musburger call for the ages, and uh, everybody celebrates. Because you still have the number one pick. But I think it's an easy defense of, hey, you can't say we're tanking and in questioning the sanctity of the league. No, no, no. You'll be okay. You know, but here's another part of it, right? Because because you know, there's so many angles to this. You're really worried they're stealing the pick from you. I'm. I, that's what I think is going to happen. They're going to investigate this. Greg Williams is going to talk, and they're going to say, "Okay, sorry, you don't get that pick you're tanking for." I mean, I'm a Jet fan. I haven't had good news in ten years. I mean, really, there's been no good news in ten. We drafted Darnold, and that. How did that turn out? There's been no good news in ten years, right? So that that's what I'm worried about. But the one thing to get bigger than the Jets here for a second, and bigger than this scandal and Trevor Lawrence, is that. <laughs> Depending on how this tankapalooza goes, I wonder if the NFL is at this point to say, okay, tanking is really getting out in the open more than it ever was before. You saw this play. This is one of those where right after the game, you saw people questioning it on television. Not just me on social media and Twitter. You saw people on television and Boomer Esiason and those guys saying, hey, Jets trying to lose on purpose. I wonder if the NFL doesn't start looking into, do we have some kind of draft lottery? Do we have a draft lottery where it's something smaller than the NBA, say like it's five teams at most, there's got to be a win threshold limit. If you have a certain number of wins, you're not in there. Something smaller so it doesn't get this out in the open where, hey, you can tank, but you're not assured of getting the number one pick. Sure, there's a lot of teams. You know, there's other teams being in the mix and you have a good chance at it, but... Are you, you know, is it better off for the NFL saying at least that's where maybe you don't get it as much in the open and teams don't try to get out there and look like they're trying to lose games at the end? Because that, 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 this is just going to keep happening in the NFL. As long as you have prospects that are up there and you have them that are really good and, you know, maybe it's not it's Trevor Lawrence this year, it's somebody else next year, somebody else the year after that, we got to get a quarterback. I really wonder if that's where the NFL is headed with this and you're going to start seeing some kind of exploratory bit into let's have a draft lottery of some kind to stop this from being out in the open. I think it's a good idea anyway, whether it's a Trevor Lawrence year or whatever else you got. One, it's another made-for-TV event that you can have, and we know the the NFL loves those, so why would you not try to get yourself another piece of content, which also will have several days of buildup? Who are the players, right? Meet the players of the lottery for the 2022 draft or whatever it would be. Be brilliant. And it makes a lot of money. Extra ad sales coming out of this year. Who's going to fight against that? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, here we are. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. 
It's over. In San Francisco, the Bills come away from tonight's game with a 34-24 win. They approve to 9-3 on the season. Josh Allen goes for 375 and four touchdowns. Time to put Josh Allen back in the MVP conversation. Oh, yeah. He was the MVP after the first two weeks. Then he wasn't. Now he's back in it. Let's put Josh Allen back in. Uh, It was a big day for the Bills, and I'm telling you, People are sleeping on the Bills. They're not the sexiest of teams. I understand this. The Saints are sexier. So are the Green Bay Packers. The Buccaneers have Tom Brady. In the AFC, it's Mahomes. It's the Steelers throwing the football all over the field, one of the big heritage teams in the NFL. I get it. I get that they're not the sexiest team. But they are the most well-rounded team of anybody in the NFL. They have the best combination of offense, defense, and special teams of any team in the league. And, I mean, you look up and say, how are the Bills in the AFC championship game? Because they're this good. This is how they beat teams. Josh Allen is a dominant quarterback all right they get enough rushing between Singletary and Allen and there's enough weapons where you can't just harp down on one guy Stephon Diggs could have a big night Cole Beasley could catch nine for 130 all right they are really really difficult to defend they have the right quarterback running the right system and they have a terrific defense try everybody is sleeping on the Buffalo Bills I get it they're small market they are they are the most well-rounded team in all of the National Football League Gabriel Davis has quietly had himself a nice rookie season, caught a touchdown late in this one, as you mentioned, uh, trying to find a little balance in the running game. And and even with Zach Moss having some issues holding out of the football early, uh, the Bills win going away. The 49ers introduction to playing home football in Arizona fails miserably. Uh, they've got to get things right because they've got a very difficult opponent coming up next week. 14 brings the Washington football team to town. Who are your first place team? You got to love that though. Yeah. With the New York Giants. Suddenly both these teams are good. Right? They play they're they talk- both play defense though. They're talking about them like they're good though now. Oh, they look the Giants, they're rolling now. They're 5 and 7 just stop. But they've won just, 4 in a row. Just, they've won know, 4 in a row. And Eli just Manning has been more active <laughs> cheering for this team than he ever was as the quarterback on it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Joining us now on the hotline, it is what people in my timeline now like to call a JLC Monday. Jason Lockenfora with us, CBS Sports NFL insider extraordinaire. He's got 800 words on Syracuse's 3-0 basketball start coming your way in about yeah, a day I'll, or so. Uh, it's exciting now. We're playing good. We're scoring points. I was just about to ask where football ended and where basketball began. And maybe we have squash or handball or something else going on there. <laughs> Doing a little, doing a little better than the foosball did. Mercifully, mercifully the foosball is over for the Syracuse yes, team this yes, year. Yes, Mama Boucher, put that to yeah. bed. But hey, look, going one in ten. I mean, we're going to get Trevor Lawrence, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> is that how? Is that how that works? I'll take your word for it. <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> You're going to have to literally fight <laughs> Greg Williams. Trevor Lawrence, like you know, hovering around the Finger Lake somewhere. Is there like the next, the next? Trevor Lawrence is playing in Skinny Atlas or something like that? I hope so. I'm waiting for the bit, you know, like they did for Darnold at USC, like someone to be at a game with a, with a Trevor Lawrence Jets jersey holding it up to the camera so they could see it. I mean, that's got to be a week or two away now, right? Yeah, well, I think that any year now, the Qs will be recruiting matter-day quarterbacks. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's start with what went on. Let, let's start with the Tankapalooza and the Jets. Greg Williams loses his job after the historically bad play call at the end of the game yesterday for the Jets. They lose to the Raiders. You know, now you've had some time to think about it. It's been 24 hours. What's your big takeaway from, from what happened yesterday and into today? 
they should build a statue of Greg Williams in front of Florham Park. They should, and then they should build a statue of Trevor Lawrence standing on Greg Williams' statue shoulders. <laughs> I'm not even messing around. I dig that. That that honestly is up there with the butt fumble in the most sort of ubiquitous, most sort of, like, impactful, profound moments in Jets foosball history in the last 25 years. <laughs> you you want this kid. You, you don't want Fields. I mean, like, you might want Fields and Fields might be okay, but... You want you want Trevor Lawrence. You've come this far. You've fought this hard. You've been in this, like, just mired in this slog of football slop for so long. You got to see it through. You don't want to win that game. You don't want to win that game under any circumstances, and especially you don't want to win that game when Jacksonville looks like they might win the game, and they. Mike Glennon leads this crazy drive against the Vikings, and they get the touchdown, and then they get the two-point conversion, and they send it to overtime, and then they push it eight minutes into overtime. You don't want to have to sweat that stuff. You just want to keep losing and live. If you lose, you're good. doesn't matter what the Jags do. doesn't matter what the Cowboys do. doesn't matter what the Bengals do. Just lose, baby. How ironic that Williams lost you the game, which means he won you perhaps (laughs) the golden ticket. I'm I'm not even really being that facetious. No, no, I feel the same way. Woody Johnson should have got on the phone and told Gase, "You're gone if you fire him." (laughs) He did the right thing, and. If Lamar Jackson, the corner, not Lamar Jackson, the quarterback, why are you biting on a double move with five seconds to go in a game where you know the ball has to get to the end zone? You know, this isn't like a hook and lateral. This isn't like the ball's got to get to the end zone. Why would you bite on a double move? A double move is irrelevant. He's not running a hitch. He's not running a stop route. He's not running a comeback. to keep their season alive. That's not on Greg Williams. Well, that's what I said. He, he wanted to see what the kid had, testing his moxie, testing his technique. Go big or go home. That's right. Make a play. Uh, you, you did the just win or just lose, baby. Uh, on the other side, what are the Raiders? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. When they almost swept the Chiefs and they're sitting there at 6-4, and four and I'm like, it's a big boy offense. I don't buy the defense at all. You know, Max Crosby is the closest thing they got to a pass rusher, and he's, you know, just an all-effort guy. And I don't really buy the secondary. And, I mean, I don't really buy, you know, the linebackers either. I don't don't buy any level of their defense. But they're hanging around, and they're in the game, and, you know, they get some things done on offense. So I, I was, you know, I was inclined to say, Hey, what they have going on with their offensive line, with Jacobs, with Waller, with Carr, is going to be enough. Man. And then as soon as I did that, I just wanted to punch myself in the face. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the Raiders. And you know what? They were 6-4 and four last year. Yeah. And I think they beat the Jags in London, and they came back home, and then they just crapped all over themselves. And so I, I just, I don't know. I mean...
they, they should have lost that game. I mean, they they really, really should have lost to the Jets. The Jets tried to give it to him all day. They tried. Adam Gase never likes to run the football. I'm going to give it to Josh Adams and Ty Johnson on every right. play. I'm going to run a sweep on third down that should have stopped the clock out of bounds, but the referees gave the Jets a gift. I mean, the whole game they tried to give it's it a to weird him. game. I mean, it's a whole game they tried to do it. I mean, oh, yes. Yeah, I don't don't know what was going on there, but I have grossly reconsidered all of my positive statements about the Raiders from a fortnight ago. (laughs) I now want to distance myself from all those. It's like, I don't know what I was sniffing, what I was drinking. Like, they they have, like, they've fallen back to brand. Like, they have become the Raiders again. Like, we're going to find a way to shoot ourselves in the foot when we need it the most. We're going to find a way to get a ridiculous personal foul when, really, we have no business even making contact with anybody. Like, we're going to have dudes trying to fight with coaches on the sidelines. They Like, they're I, – I don't even know how to describe it. Like, for 10 weeks, Gruden had them sort of becoming something bigger than themselves – and then the last two weeks, I look at them, and I'm like, what the bleep was I thinking? What the bleep are they doing? Like, it's the same old Raiders. Jason Lock and Four with the CBS Sports NFL Insider, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Right, let's get to the, the two games from tonight, because there's a couple of big things that, that I wanted to get to with you on this. Let's start with the Steelers, okay? They lose to the, to the Washington football team, and I know that there's the, hey, the Steelers are the worst 11-0 team in the history of the NFL. Now they're 11-1. I get that they look tired. I get that they dropped a lot of passes. Look, I understand that. But, Jay, when I watch today – I watch Ben Roethlisberger not be able to throw the ball deep unless he's yeah. throwing a lollipop throw to the middle of the field. No. He's got nothing on his short passes. Yep. And if, if, if this isn't just a dead arm couple of weeks for Ben Roethlisberger, Steelers are in a lot of trouble, man. No, this is who they've been the all year. I mean, this is what they are. He goes empty set or he'll go four wide with one back sitting back there in the pistol or shotgun. And he's going to try to splay it around all over the place in less than two and a half seconds, but... It's all dependent on Yak. It's all dependent on somebody making somebody miss and then running free. I mean, this is who they've been all year. And this isn't just who they've been against the Washington football team. This is who they were against the Ravens' backups five days ago. This is who they were against the Cowboys ten days before that. This is who they were against the Jeff Driscoll-led Denver Broncos. And then you keep suffering injuries on defense, and the margins get even slimmer, and they're not as sort of otherworldly on that side of the ball. And they don't run the ball at all, and Ben doesn't want to run the ball at all. And Randy Feature, the offensive coordinator, basically is sort of under Ben's thumb. I mean, they do whatever Ben wants to do. Ben can get out of, check out of whatever he wants to check out of. I mean, Ben has autonomy at the line, and they've thrown, I think, 104 passes the past two weeks, and they've averaged about 5.2 yards per attempt. I, I just don't know how that's optimal. Um, and Ben's not going to get bigger, stronger, faster, you know, at, like after Christmas. Like, Santa's not going to put super speed in his stocking. 
Like, it's, it's not happening. This is who they are. Um, they'll get Pouncey back, and, you know, they'll get Connor back, but they didn't run the ball with Connor. And they showed no intent to really run the ball with Connor. Um, they're a good football team. They're, they're by no means great. Um, and I feel like they've been playing with house money most of the year. And they have a tough schedule still to come. I mean, Buffalo is a really good team. Cleveland, they're not going to – I mean, I, I know their recent record against Cleveland, but I don't think they're just going to walk all over Cleveland because they're Cleveland. Um, so we'll see. I mean, they're obviously going to win this division, and they're, they're a well-coached team. They have talent, but they have no downfield thrust whatsoever, and they can't run the ball. And they're one more significant injury away on defense from being – Elite to eh. To eh. I like that. As you, I, you're in Baltimore, 105.7. You, you chop it up every day. Uh, what are we expecting to see from Lamar Jackson and, and company tomorrow? Well, they better run the ball a ton. I mean, they better get back to their sort of id and their identity and um, this whole idea that they were going to advance. Uh, they were going to shed their skin and become something better than what they were, uh, that they were going to have the same sort of volume in their downfield passing game that they had in their run game last year, that, that, that none of that's happening. Um, that's out of the question. And you take away Willie Sneed, who's the best receiver in terms of his connection and chemistry with Lamar, and you take away Mark Andrews, who is far and away the best pass receiver, period, Mm -hmm. in terms of his uh, connection with Lamar and chemistry. Um, And you've got big problems. So they need to get back to basics. They need to run the heck out of the football. J.K. Dobbins has 89 touches through 10 games. J.K. Dobbins needs to have about 20 touches per game down the stretch if they're going to dig out of this hole and reach the postseason. Uh, Hollywood Brown needs to run the ball three or four times a game and catch a couple of screens, a couple of slants, quick hitters, um, not the go routes, not the fly routes. It's, that's not happening this year, not with that offensive line, not with the quarterback where he is, and not with the uh, the pass catchers as they're presently constituted. They need to get Devin Duvernay more involved in terms of the horizontal passing game. And if they do some of that stuff, you know, they, they might still be able to salvage their season. But they'll beat Dallas this week. Their season will come down to the Browns next week. And if they lose that game, they're not going to make the playoffs. Hey, real quick, lastly, Jay, uh, you know, we see we know the names of the coaches on the hot seat with Adam Gase and, and certainly Matt Nagy in Chicago. There could be a big trade there. But we've really seen the, the, the hot seat heat up for Anthony Lynn the last couple yeah. weeks and certainly losing 45 nothing does him no favors. Uh, is, is his seat as hot as, as uh, the other guys are? Yes. Yes, it, it absolutely is. It has to be. Um, and I like I like Coach Lynn a lot. I like him as a human being. I like him as a leader of men. Um, I I am an advocate of his, but this you can't you cannot have these sort of circumstances situations um, manifest themselves week after week after week where you find a way to lose and loss after loss after loss and it's special teams and it's offense and it's defense and it's play calling and it's clock management um, and it's inability to handle substitutions and it's too many men on the field, not enough men on the field 
and it's uh, are we running? Are we passing? Are we calling timeout? It's clock management. It's it's. I mean, it's it's not professional grade, uh, and by no means are they a juggernaut. But that's more than a three win team. There 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 is talent on that roster in all three phases, and it's it's not manifesting itself. So I absolutely. Uh, look at the Chargers in the same way I look at the Bears, I look at the Jags, I look at a few of these other teams and say that change is inevitable. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lock and Fora. That is at Jason Lock and Fora, CBS Sports NFL Insider. Jay, as always, appreciate it. I'm going to send your uh, specs of the uh, Greg Williams statue with Trevor Lawrence on his shoulders uh, to the Johnsons uh, right now. Right now, so yeah, get that, get I, I will sketch that up and let's like <laughs> will that into existence. <laughs> Sounds good, buddy. We'll talk to you. Have Thanks, fun. Thanks, gentlemen. See you, Jason. Great stuff as always from Jason Lockenford. They should build a stand, put the that Trevor was Lawrence great. statue on top of. I'm just picturing like Greg Williams holding uh, Trevor Lawrence, like when you have those fights in a pool, like when you know somebody's <laughs> trying to wrestle, <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence what, is holding chicken up his fighting, fingers. as they call it. Yes, no, yeah, chicken fights. Right, right. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence has a football in one hand and the Lombardi <laughs> Trophy in the other, and Greg Williams is there and is and he's wearing number zero for cover zero, you know, on his, his jersey there. Although that now that's a giant. Great Black on the side to explain it. This man had to fall (laughs) for our team to rise. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Uh, We have more NFL coming up next. We have a crazy story about Tom Brady. And could we be on the verge of seeing the first big signing in free agency in Major League Baseball? I'm so excited. Coming up next, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. You know, Mike, I did a uh, a trivia thing this weekend with Christmas trivia. We did one of those Zoom trivia things. Okay, cool. And uh, we had... it was a, it was a holiday themed, holiday. and it was here's holiday, all these holiday. holiday songs, and you had to come up with the one part of it was you had to come up with the lyrics, uh, or, or they give you lyrics, you had to come up with the song. Okay, you know, cool. Was not a lot of use your phone or anything else. So that was like my category. Like my team said, okay, Jason, what do you got? I'm like, okay, and I got them all right, and I missed a line from last Christmas, and I was so upset. The line was, uh, it was something I didn't even recognize from the song. And I'm like, that's Last Christmas by Wham. I'm like, no way. I don't remember that line in the song at all. And I'm like, sure enough, it was Last Christmas. And I said, wow, I, I just, I just really blew that. I, what I, was the I line? Was surprised. It was. Um, hang on, let me look it up. It was, was it the uh, once bitten and twice shot? Yes. That's and then exactly you started the one. singing. Yes. Ma, ma, yes. ma. Yeah, yeah, because I, I couldn't get that out of my head. I couldn't get – I said, it, listen, it's not Great White, okay? That Once Bitten, Twice Shy is not a, is not a holiday song. It's about – Well, it is. It, it's a holiday about – and part of it's about, you know, women hooking up with rock stars in parking lots. Well, this yeah. is not a It's not a Christmas song, but I couldn't get it out of my head. The Once Bitten, Twice Shy, I keep my distance, but you still catch my eye. I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I can't do it. And every the team, like, looked at me like – you just so let me down. I can't believe you did that to me. Wow, like, you, why do you build me up, Buttercup? <laughs> just to let me down, <laughs> TJ. Uh, this story, because uh, we because now this is this is hit Twitter now and it's starting to get some attention. Just just for a minute, just for a minute. ESPN Baseball Insider Buster only. This according to Metsmerized Online. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, went on ESPN Radio tonight and said he would bet his family farm, and his family actually does have a farm, that the Mets end up with George Springer. Ooh, I told you, you, my Carmen, we are coming for everyone. Big game hunting. We take what we want. We'll whatever we want. If we want a Brayu, we'll take a Brayu. If we doesn't matter. If we want Larusa, we'll take Larusa. We'll take what we want. We'll walk away. We don't even ask. We're just gonna take it, put it in our put it in our shopping cart and go. Whatever we want, we're coming for. It's a dangerous thing to be spouting off on <laughs> national radio in four hundred plus markets. Thank you to all the PDs that carry the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon and all of you that are part of our extended family uh, as Jason espouses, you know, the virtues of grand larceny and this is missing. We take it. What you what want. We want for base. We just take what well, it doesn't matter. You may want to hold on to a guy. We're going to say, nope, we're going to give him more money and we're going to, you know, we got to get him on happen. the show though. The owner. Oh, Steve Cohen? Sure. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll he's on Cohen Twitter. On he's active. Yeah. He keeps asking for advice. Yeah. We might as well do it here. Yeah. Do a couple of caller segments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100%. Uh, well, I, I, I have already started the ball rolling to get Steve Cohen on the show. Seeing as, as yeah. you say it, every free agent is rolling <laughs> up in there. Every one we want. And if we don't sign him, it's because we don't want him. It's well, it's, there's only, a lot. No, no, no. If we don't sign him, it's because we don't want him. Well, what's funny nope. is there's just the, the big fight, obviously, my beloved White Sox uh, and James McCann. Uh, no, if we want him, we'll take him too. Well, because everybody's like, why is he going to leave? His personal catcher's like, because he's going to make a lot of money. And you just paid Grandal a lot of money. <laughs> You can't have two catchers making fifteen to twenty million dollars a year. So while the Mets are taking whatever they want, baseball wise, we're gonna have we're gonna win the World Series next year. Uh, this story about Tom Brady today, yeah. uh, you know, Tampa Bay on a bye week, and uh, this was really weird as a man broke into Brady's home in Brookline, Massachusetts. Left. This is the home that he put on for sale for $33 million, which is one of the reasons why we told you Brady's leaving. There's going to be no way he's staying with New England. He's not going to sell this home if he's going to stay and sign a new deal with the Patriots. But some people wanted to say, oh, no, he's trying to sell it. Now, it's still on the market because, you know, selling a $35 million home is difficult. Brady, his entire family in Florida, they're all living in Florida now. Guy broke in. And he was caught, and when police got there, he was hanging out in the basement on a couch. Now, that's got to be some basement if you're hanging out. If you're going to go into Brady's house, that's got to be like one of those movie theater type things with a basement. Because if, if, if you're going to do that, I'm picturing the guy like Kevin in Home Alone. I'm going to shave in the bathroom. I'm going to turn <laughs> on the TV. I'm going to eat whatever food is there. I'm going to play the music really loud. That's kind of what I was picturing. But this guy, I'm just hanging out in the basement at Tom Brady's house. I want to know how you get past security in the $33 million home. He's still paying that bill, isn't he? So people well, don't like, trash it in between showings. It's like reverse Home Alone, where where Kevin was the good guy and the cops, sorry, spoiler alert, and the cops were the bad guys. This guy was the bad guy, and the cops who actually caught him turned out to be the good guys. It wasn't Pesci and Daniel Stern, you know, coming out. It wasn't the wet bandits. And they, you know, he turned all the, the faucets on before he left. No, no. I mean, it actually turned out to be a reverse of that. Yeah, it is next level. This is the guy that stole the jersey, so he's obviously obsessed, and it's a bad obsession. I mean, mm. Zanini Seneas, uh, 34 years old, trying to trying to get over and claim he's got the $33 million house. Look at it. Come to my house. <laughs> Come hang out in my palatial estate. 
Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Don't forget our best of podcast goes up after the show is over. Go to iTunes, subscribe, listen to it. Uh, we'll love you forever and ever and ever. Coming up next, we had a big story out of the NFL and a little bit of breakdancing. Fox. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.